0: What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday. Hope you all had a good weekend and hope you stayed off Twitter because, wow, the last 24 hours have been ridiculous. But that being said, we're back. It's the offseason. It is really, really the offseason. Given what Jordan Love has gone through in the last uh, day or so. Uh, catch you all up on that for those of you who aren't. Privy to the Twitter drama in just a second. But first, got to give a shout out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right, Ticket King, our friends based in Wisconsin. If you want to go see the Green Bay Packers play a game of tackle football in the year 2023, be sure you head to cheeseheadtv.com, look at the schedule, and pick out any of the individualized links for each and every game, both home, away, preseason, regular season, wherever you want to see the Packers, make sure you utilize Ticket King. You can use the link in the description of this video if you want. Just use Ticket King, not Ticketmaster, not StubHub, not any of that national nonsense. Make sure you use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, they have a spot right across the street from Lambeau Field. If you just want to walk over there, use Ticket King, people. Tell them G Said TV says hello. Uh, as you can see, I am not in my normal environs. For those of you watching live and then maybe later on the re- uh, the replay here on YouTube, I am uh, away, have been over the weekend, came up to see one of my oldest and dearest friends. He is a professor up in Maine. I'm in his office. That tells you why we have a version of the periodic table on the wall. Uh, but as you can see, he is a Packers fan. He's got the uh, champion pendant there for all to see. Um, Just here today, I'm back in New York tomorrow. It's been a phenomenal weekend. I was in Portland yesterday, and holy cow, did I have the most amazing Korean barbecue I've ever had in my life. It was fantastic. Um, But I am very, very happy to be going home tomorrow morning. All of that said, um, man, you can tell it's the offseason, given what transpired with Jordan Love over the last 24 hours or so. For those of you not aware, uh, Jordan Love was in France shortly after the conclusion of the offseason program. Uh, over the weekend, holding a uh, some kind of a quarterback camp with Justin Fields and Deshaun Watson along for the ride. They, I think it's actually headed by Justin Fields, but Jordan was there. They all, you know, are represented by the same agent. They all work. All, I know Justin Fields and Jordan Love work out in the offseason together a lot with athletes first. So they were in France for this, you know, quarterback camp. A lovely, I'm sure, young man or younger man uh, of uh, French persuasion, (laughs) let's say, uh, a, a Bears fan, asked Jordan Love to wish French Bears fans a happy Father's Day on Father's Day into a video phone, a phone with a video. And Jordan did so, didn't mention the French part, just said happy Father's Day to Bears fans. And this gentleman made the mistake of posting that video to Twitter. And then all heck broke loose uh, with Bears fans and Packers fans and general NFL fans all chiming in. And Then it comes out today that, you know, um, that's, he just was a friendly gesture to say Happy Father's Day to French Bears fans. Kind of funny. And then, of course, it turned into a whole military escapade between uh Bears and Packers fans here in the States. Uh, hilarious. You can tell it's the off-season when this is what people are going to war over online. Uh, and that's just the epitome of why this is a good time, people, as I have done this, this past weekend. Get away for a while. Step outside. Touch some grass. Feel the wind on your face. Remove yourself, perhaps, every once in a while. Not every single day, not every moment, but maybe just a bit from the down in and down out hour-by-hour escapade, that is, Twitter. uh, Because, goodness knows, a lot of us need it prior to the start of the season when things actually start to matter. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody in the comments section. Look at everybody. Soder's here, of course. Soder's here. Joe's here. What's up? Drew Drew has it right. The Bears still suck. This is true. This is always true. You don't even need to say it because it's, you know, just a fact. It's just a given. It's like the elemental table here behind me. That is just a part of... Of the universe that never changes, so it doesn't really need you know doesn't need reinforcement because it's just true. It's all good. Take two weeks off, then quit. Jonathan knows. Jonathan knows. I've got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off, then quit. So yeah, it's uh, it's deep into the off season, and I was going through you know all the kind of topics so to speak that uh, I've covered since basically the season ended. And let me tell you folks, you know, you guys are gonna have to drive this now. It's that time of year. If you guys want to talk about something, put it in the chat. And I don't want to hear any nonsense about you never talk about this or the media never talks about that or covers this or whatever. This is your forum. Let me know what you want to talk about. I've covered pretty much everything that needs to be covered prior to the kickoff of training camp. But that doesn't mean we're going to stop here at Cheesehead TV doing what we do each and every day devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. That's how we operate. It's how we roll. Uh, periodic table rocks. It does, it does, it does rock. Peter says, "Will the season hurry up already?" <laughs> you, rot. I mean, the, the summer's barely started, man. That's the sad part. You got a long way to go. Um, little payback for those comments made by whoever that Jones player is. <laughs> nice, Brian. I see what you did there. Very well played. Um. Looking forward to pads. Interested to see how the Rooks move. Paul, I think that's the A number one thing everybody looks for, especially early on in camp, right? You want to see how the the new guys not only look comparative to the NFL vets, but also once those pads come on, who hangs? Who steps up? Who steps to the fore, And who kind of gets lost in the wash? Or, you know, looks like it's maybe a little too much for them. Um, that's always the big, big question mark, right? And... I'm with you, man. I can't wait to see it. Uh, Peter asks, would love to know who you think will make a jump from previous drafts that hasn't been seen before. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I keep coming back to Sean Ryan. Uh, I like that he's getting some reps at center. Um, you know, I like that he's going to be in the mix with the ones at times. God, he's had such a rookie, rough rookie season really hope they can get something out of him. I mean, third round pick. We all know the issues they've had in the third round over the course of the last decade or so, but um I'm not giving up on him. Uh, I think he's got upside. If you go back and you watch his college tape, he looks like a player. So uh yeah, really hoping uh, they can get him get his NFL career kick started, so to speak. Um you know, outside of that, it's hard to say, man. There's there's a number of guys both last year and the year before who You know, Eric Stokes sleeps to mind. You know, we're not going to see him on the field right away, but really fascinated to see how he returns to form, so to speak, and if that form is more like his rookie year rather than what we saw basically through the first half of his sophomore season prior to the injury. You know, that's that's a guy who could really make this a formidable defense if he can regain, you know, the form we saw his rookie year because don't forget – Jair Alexander didn't play much of that season, and he was targeted early and often. And he held up well. Uh, and Then things just got a little rough his second year. So hopefully we see a step forward in that regard. Before history is written, Bobby Orr, the oh! it's played. Tinelli, Neister, Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready to get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 ready to get 20 20 ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promo rate for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever Corey. Coworker asked, is your boy going to win the big one with the Jets? My answer, no. And I'll bet the Packers win another Lombardi before the Jets. Go Pack Go. It's not a terrible, terrible uh, not a terrible bet. Not a terrible bet at all. Soder says, TJ Slayton for a lot more reps this year. I hear you, man. I really hope we get a lot more of him at the nose, giving Kenny both a rest in that position, but also an ability to kick outside a little bit more. Um, you know, you can't have Kenny playing 90% of the snaps like they have in the past. Got to get him some rest. Got to get some guys in this rotation. Right now, it's a little light, though. I fear that Kenny's in for another heavy workload this season. But, yeah, TJ Slayton, the highs are exciting. You see them. You see the ability. It's just got to be more consistent. Need more consistency out of the young man, no doubt. Doug Hype, what's up, man? Thanks to Super Chat. Here is beer on me, buddy. You rock. No, Doug, you rock. Anybody who is here for our three-day draft live stream knows Doug is the man. Doug, it's good to see you, buddy. Thanks for checking in. Really appreciate it. Ed, thanks for the super chat. Forgot about 49er Bard Oates ripping Darius Holland's helmet off. Frustration from being dominated. Hopefully this year's deal will cause the same amount of frustration in our opponents. It's always nice to be, you know, the ones causing problems when you're on defense. I always talk about it. Dictate. Maybe dictate on defense. Stop reacting to the offense. Start dictating on defense, at least a little bit. And maybe you will have some opponents frustrated with their inability to move the ball and score points. I'm all about that. Let's do it. You know who's pretty darn good at that is Jair Alexander when it comes to frustrating opponents and getting them up in their head, out of their game headspace and into their personal headspace. I'm down. I'm down with it all the time. Abdul, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Aaron, what position is the Packers' strength? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say offensive line. Uh, I know it doesn't feel like it because of the struggles they had at times last season, but, you know, they settle on whatever they're going to do at right tackle, and then maybe there's a battle at center. I think that's probably going to brew throughout training camp, but I think the offensive line is pretty damn talented, and there's a chance that it's it's got you know some depth for a change where if there is an injury or two. It doesn't completely have them falling apart. Um, Clearly a lot of that hinges on David being able to go week in and week out. He's talking like he's going to be playing the whole season. And he's pretty confident that he's, they've got a routine down to keep him on the field and out there every week. And if that is the case, man, that's a pretty, pretty good offensive line. You know, obviously there's some stuff to play out as far as the right tackle battle between Tom and Yash and who knows, maybe Zach, Tom, Sean Ryan, whoever, can give Josh Myers a run. They're at center. But I like their makeup. I like Runyon, although you know, it's weird because I've seen a lot of fans over the course of the last like six months or so talking about possibly Runyon losing his job. And I guess you know it's possible that throughout a camp battle or maybe somebody steps up in a big way unexpectedly throughout camp. But I think he's a damn good player. And I'll be surprised if he's not their starting right guard in week one. And I think he's going to have a decent year. And I think they'll probably sign him to an extension at some point. But, uh, yeah, I think it's the, if you talk about the strength, you know, start to you know, beginning to the end, uh, top to bottom, give me the offensive line. You know, I think they've got talent a lot of other places. Um, I think corner could eventually be there once Stokes gets back and hopefully gets back into the mix. Wide receiver there's a lot of upside, but, you know, there's a lot of unknowns there. Um You know, running back, if A.J. can get back into his groove, that's a formidable set. But for me, it's probably offensive line. Uh, Rashawn, one of the best in the game. He is. got to get healthy. But definitely one of the best. No question about it. Mm. Nags, Barnes, Flash versus KC. He was allowed to play downhill football. How can Barry not look at that and want to replicate that with others? I think some of it is... You know, opponent specific as far as how they're, what kind of calls they're utilizing. And um, don't forget, I mean, it's not like Barnes lit it up a number of other times. It was that game. He had a great game. There's no question about it. Um, But I think some of that is the scheme versus another scheme. The whole defense played well in that game. It'd be nice if they played that level every single week, but it's such a matchup driven league. And it is such a, I know it gets. T- you get tired and it gets monotonous hearing it all the time, but it's true. It's a week to week league, and a big part of it is how teams match up, not just talent wise, which is what a lot of the coverage kind of revolves around, but it's also schematic in how these coordinators and their schemes and what they're being asked to do against the opponent, how those match up. And still some, I, it, you don't have to look much further than the struggles that Aaron and the Packers' offense had throughout. You know his entire time in Green Bay, when if teams could play too high, if their modus operandi was playing too high, man underneath, and he could get home with four, you didn't blitz a lot, just rush four, collapse that pocket. You know they they struggled with that. You know throughout whenever, you know whoever was at all, along the offensive line, whoever the opponent was, that was a, you know a a good test each and every week when teams had the ability to play that way against the Packers. They they really made things tough for Aaron and and the Packers offense. But you don't always have exactly what causes another team problems, you know? I think the Packers defense matched up really well with what the Chiefs were trying to do that day and essentially that year. Um, That's not always going to be the case. And I think, yeah, you would love it if your defensive line could control the front in a way that allowed linebackers to flow like that and play sideline to sideline and arrive at the ball and, you know, play free but you're not always not always going to win those matchups, and you're not always going to be able to scheme them into an open space or the ability to play that way. Um, you know, trust me. If, if it was easy as you said it and forget it, definitely would be doing it. But it's, it's just there's so many kind of levels and things at play. <laughs> Doug, phenomenal. Is that periodic table a hint about the Packers building chemistry? Hey-oh. Insane. Jordan Love better beat the Bears after that comment. What? What? He was being friendly to a Bears fan in France of all places. It's not his fault the whole internet burned to the ground because of it. I mean, he should beat the Bears regardless because he's a member of the Green Bay Packers. And we want the Packers to beat the Bears. That's as simple as it gets. Bah. Did I see the Flash movie this past weekend? No. Uh, I'll wait for that on streaming. I'll watch it just because Michael Keaton's back as Batman, and that's dope. But other than that, I have zero interest. Uh, What else we got here, folks? (laughs) Um, Someone says, Barnes is simply not good. Jay Western, he's he's not as good as many of his contemporaries, probably true, but uh, that really wasn't the point because you saw how well he played in that game. Shows that the ability is there, the upside is there, and the key is how do, how do you unlock it? And I think Brandy's question was a good one. Like, why can't they play that way every week? There's a lot that goes into it. And, yes, he's not the most talented player in the world, but he certainly showed how he could be effective. No doubt about that. Hmm. When am I going to be able to buy carry the G this year? Andrew, probably in about a month, one more month, and then you'll be able to get it. Um, it should We should be having some kind of announcement slash launch event uh, mid to late July. So be on the lookout. It's coming. Uh, what else we got? Difference how defenses will play against Love compared to A-Rod. Good question, Larry. You know, it's it's fascinating because, you know, teams had started with the Packers the last couple of years. Um, really, prior to the MVP seasons, had started to really kind of force Aaron to beat them, right? Like dropping guys in the box, trying to take away the run. That all changed once Matt got into town and switched him up. And then you saw a lot of too high stuff and a lot of light boxes, not just too high, but three, uh, cover three and cover four quarters and things like that trying to take away all the downfield stuff, which gave, you know, the running backs lots of room. I suspect that's about to switch back though. I think we're going to see a lot of stacked boxes. I think we're going to see a lot of isolation on the outside, on the perimeter. And they're going to dare Aaron uh, Jones to do what he can against a stacked box. And that's not to say you can't be productive in the run game. If you have eight in the box and Aaron talked about it last year, there are ways to go about that. Um, But, you know, a lot of this is going to be, okay, let's see if you can beat us on the perimeter. I think you're going to see a lot of one-on-one coverage, um, whether it's Love, whether it's Dobbs, whether it's Reed, whoever. And they're going to have to prove they can do it, and Jordan's going to have to prove that he can find him and hit him. You know, I, I think it sounds obvious, but I think until Jordan and company prove that they can make you pay, teams are going to do it. You know, it makes a world of sense. Why would you give... Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon clean running lanes when you can clog it up and say okay go beat us on the outside. I think you'll see a lot of that. And I as a most likely as a uh, kind of uh, preemptive strike against what that will be expected is you're going to see a ton of ton more motion and I've talked about that a lot already this off season. I think you'll see a return to much of what we saw early in 2020 and people forget like the amount of motion they ran in 2020 dwindled as the season went on. They still utilized it a little bit, but Tyler Irvin getting hurt changed some things and they used other guys at times. But I think we're going to see a lot more motion this year to get guys free, to give Jordan Love some layups, right? And get him free releases and guys in the flat and maybe quick combos that help a guy break free just to get him into rhythm, right? Um but essentially. Eventually, in the NFL, as it always does, it comes down to third and long where you can't really do a lot of that. And you got to get guys on the outside and have them winning and making big throws from the pocket. That's where, you know, guys make their money, so to speak. And that's where Jordan's going to have to come up big as the year goes on. There's zero question about it. Uh, what else we got? Luke, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Just a Tyrone Williams super chat. <laughs> what's up, Tyrone Williams? Man, there's a blast from the past. Love me some Tyrone Williams. I still have my Campbell and Barnes hoodie. What's up, Jim? Campbell and Barnes, when you absolutely need the best defense. Uh, Jay Dome, what's up, man? Nags, do you think we'll see love? We'll see love. Will follow suit with other past young athletic quarterbacks by running quite a bit due to happy feet slash not taking enough time to run through and trust the progressions. I think that's only natural, right? To your point, lots of young QBs go that route I think Uh, I was talking to somebody this morning or yesterday about you know I my suspicion is and obviously this is just total guesswork on my part he'll probably look a lot like Jalen Hurts did his kind of first starting stint and going back to when he was you know that he had a handful of starts uh, that first year and then got the full season as a starter under his belt I think you will see a lot of ups and downs like that you know and to your point We'll see him maybe not on designed runs and things of that nature, but we will see him utilize his legs. We've seen a little bit of it in camp in the years past and in the preseason as well. And I think it's just natural, you know. You get that first read is covered, and maybe maybe you get to your second read, and the check down's covered, and okay, I'm out, I'm gone, you know. And hey, you got the legs, use them right. As long as he's smart about it, I, I I'm happy that he's running and picking up first downs and doing what he's got to do, right. Eventually, as he progresses as a pro, yeah, you hope to see less of that. But, man, it's a weapon, and it's something that, you know, defensive coordinators probably aren't going to be able to account for every single down. So when you can, yeah, use it. Kill them with it. Funnily enough, it's funny you mention that because, like, it's noticeable in Madden, of all things. You know, because Rodgers is old man Rodgers, so you can fire from the pocket and lasers and all that. And so people who play against the Packers online – they use a lot of man coverage, et cetera. Well, with Jordan Love, they play a lot of man coverage, and they go, he's a little faster than Rodgers. So in you know, the red zone especially, you get outside the pocket, you can run in for a touchdown. Obviously, that's a very rudimentary example, but I think, yeah, you'll see Jordan be able to utilize his legs in on in certain situations that we've probably used to see Aaron do and has gone away over time. And, you know, that's I think that's natural. I think it's a totally natural progression for any young quarterback. Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for super chat. Is Musk will Musgrave be a key against a heavy box? I think he could be. Um, it's, it's tough with the tight ends, man. I I know people really want these guys to hit the ground running, and I obviously hope that they do. But you never know at the tight end spot. It's it's very very difficult for rookie tight ends to come in and make a difference right away. And I know, again, he's being gassed up. People love his ability. He's got speed for days. I'm all for it. I'm all about it. But man, counting on him to be a key against anything is probably a bit much. Now you start talking Josiah DeGuara, you start talking H-back. Now we're cooking with gas. Now I think you got a you got something that you can utilize as an offensive play caller and game planner and Matt Lafleur that you can probably utilize him as a bit of a switch army knife to, to, again, just like spider two wide banana, right? Leak him out into the flat and get an easy first, you know, or at least an easy couple yards on first down to get, get you ahead of the chain. So to speak, I think we'll see a lot of that. I'm going to have to, just going to have to no doubt about it. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV, social channels, please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.